Welcome to the Pro Wrestling For You podcast. Snap, crackle and cheap pops. And here's your host, Mr. Phil Woodvine. Gents, how the devil are you all doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Decent, yeah. yeah. Lock, locked, <laughs> lockdown fatigue setting in, but otherwise, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, let, let's be honest. I mean, you're all, I, I mean, just just chuck your ages at me just so I can feel worse about myself. How, how old are you all now? Um, as, of, as of a I'm few 15, days ago. Not... 19, <laughs> I think. So we're at 19. I'm 15, I've just not aged well. <laughs> Made like milk at that rate, mate. hard paper rounds. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm I'm only I'm only twenty, so we typically tend to bully Andy for uh, being old. <laughs> being old, yeah. For those of us that are a dec- like Andy's age plus a decade, I'm going to say nothing. So whatever. <laughs> no, it's like when when we were thinking about doing this show, and it was only today that we said, you know what, let's just do it because we've been talking about getting this show on for ages anyway, but. We've kind of taken a bit of time off. I think you three guys are the perfect sort of participants to kind of get this back on the road because you're all very young into your careers. I mean, obviously, two of you are very, very young anyway. Now, when I was 20, a year felt like an absolute lifetime. A year when I'm 36, it's slightly different. It's like, oh, God, it's Christmas coming up soon again. Oh, piss off. Like, it's time goes a lot sort of quicker when you're older. So... With sort of Corona hitting its one-year point, there or thereabouts, how are you all kind of feeling about taking a year off from obviously very young, early careers? I'll start. I've never felt better. Like My body feels fantastic. I'm obviously older than these two. The slightest pain will cause me joint pain <laughs> for the next 20 years. But, <laughs> but no, I've, it's mentally-wise on shows, very weird. He's not not seeing anybody, not you know, even bumping, which everyone hates. I miss doing that. That was fun. Not gonna look back at it now. Tom, Mr. Jack Nudson, go on. As, you, you as he froze. This is because we're using Skype. I've told you, it's an old person app. Um, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> rough. It's um, I mean, it's just sort of weird. I I sort of really sent myself into wrestling, and it's kind of my only personality trait that I've got wrestling, <laughs> and then that that rug sort of being pulled from under me it's just sort of left me out to dry i'm sort of just in limbo at the minute waiting for shows to come back so i've got something to do again but as of now i just sort of mope around and eat (laughs) (laughs) mope around and eat i mean let's let's be honest um you could eat for a while. I mean, I think you'll be okay. I mean, you, you, I, a... I think I could do with putting a few pounds on, just a few. <laughs> You're a slender chap. Yeah, I mean, after lockdown, when I'm 34 and look like the Rock, I mean, <laughs> it could it could be slightly different. But yeah, as of now, I've got plenty of tuna to eat. <laughs> oh my god! Is it is it talking like tuna and uh, pasta out of a Tupperware tub? Oh no! I'm I'm at the point of just tuna on its own. Oh my god! I wasn't uh, actually allowed to buy tuna the other day, not because of how obnoxiously young I look, but um, <laughs> the lady wouldn't let me buy five tins of tuna. I was only allowed four. Uh, for those of us that do work in a local supermarket, I agree with the lady that banned you. Uh, Stockpiling. I just. I <laughs> Five tins of tuna. It was like nice John, what's it called? John something tuna. John West. 
Yeah, yeah. beautiful stuff. I was, and... I was about to say, did like, were you buying five individual ones or four and then an extra one? No, five you individual know. ones. Oh, okay. I don't. I didn't really see the problem. I didn't know what I was going to do that was that horrendous with I five mean... cans of tuna opposed to four. That is a global I mean... pandemic and it's like stockpile is an issue. <laughs> I know, yeah. You like take one back, so no, you can have four, but you can't have five. The the lady just refused to scan it. I hope she's having a great time now, though. But no hard feelings. <laughs> no hard feelings. It's just been simmering for this long that you thought I'm it'd just be human enough to, to mention up. it on a podcast. <laughs> I, I think you kind of you you messed with a red because when guys like you go into supermarkets, I think she could probably look at you and think he's going to buy some sweets. He's going to buy a tin of monster. <laughs> I don't think she's looking at you and thinking he's coming in and buying five tins of salty wet fish. I I don't see. Well, like we we have uh, we are now back as a force and uh, Connor has come back in. So Connor, we, uh-huh. we need we need uh-huh. to know from you, like how are you handling lockdown? Because it's it's like ground. If you've seen Groundhog Day, it has got that feel of he's just <laughs> at end. Enough is yeah. enough now. I think we've all had it up to our tits. Um, we, I think that's the first way I would do the pod. Yes, but we're all kind of done with it now. But like, how are you kind of dealing with it from the fact of you're a young guy, you are very young into your career. Like a year to a year to a twenty year old doesn't feel like a year to a forty year old, fifty year old, sixty year old, uh, eighty yeah. year old. Sorry, keep playing it. But it's well, oh, it looks it looks good for his age. Um, but like, like, how are you dealing with taking a year off, especially this early into your career? Um, it's very, very strange. Like, I know for the first maybe month and a half of the original lockdown in March, it didn't feel real. Like, it felt like, no, you know, like, this is just something weird that's happening for a few weeks. And then, you know, everything will be back and it's fine. But knowing like the severity of it and everything it just became a really strange so like you said groundhog day yeah and i like like andy said my body feels great because you know you go from you know battering yourself three or four times a week to absolutely nothing it feels fantastic but you know, then you see, like, there isn't, there wasn't a lot of wrestling going on really at the time but, you know, you see, like, Wrestlemania and stuff like that and you're like, oh, you know, maybe I'd rather be hurt. You know? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's, it's a very weird, because um, there's nobody alive now that's ever been through anything like this. Let's just put that put yeah. that out there. Like, yeah. you know, we've got 100-year-olds that have never seen anything like this. I know they can say, was it 19, it was like early 1900s. It said, oh, there was the Spanish flu or something that went on. Yeah, like, I think so, yeah. So it was and like 1902. Yeah, so I very, very early doors. Andy off. was there. We're <laughs> <laughs> researching all this. <laughs> Andy, like, oh, Andy, still, Andy yeah. still uses his mask from that pandemic. I do, actually. yeah. It's like one of the long days. <laughs> and it was Rosemary on Grey. I really hope you asked me a question about 1902. Come on! <laughs> it was a there's fine a, year. Yeah, there's nobody alive that's um, been able to kind of you know, deal with anything like this. And even if you have been through you know, world wars and pandemics before and Spanish flus and all this sort of thing. It's a very different world to grow up in dealing with that stuff. So there's literally nobody alive that's ever been able to deal with this. So I kind of think we're all dealing with it as best as we can. There's a lot of support for wrestlers amongst the wrestling community. 
um, which I think is going to be like a big help. Um, yeah. it, it's a bit difficult for me because, I mean, you guys know that you, you were all booked for person for you technically last year is obviously it's the uh, the new year now um and for me having to cancel shows is is very very difficult but uh, we've been talking about getting you guys on onto the press a few shows for for a good while and then we finally get to a point where we start planning and oh we've got an idea this is how we could do it. this is how we could do it and then that gets gets taken away i it's no one's fault but that's still got to be a little bit of a kick in the teeth, especially for all three of you, because we've been talking about it for so long. I'd say it was about, I think it was August, September, I think we're meant to like, officially join. Obviously, that got scrapped, and then it was November, I think, October, November. That went, and it was like, oh, okay, that's yeah. not going well. And then just the world obviously collapsed before, and just... It's not getting used to. Your phone just doesn't blow. I bought a diary this year for the first time, like last year, thinking, <laughs> oh, fine, got my dates in here. And then by March, ah, um, didn't even touch it after. <laughs> that's the worst of five pounds ever. Like, you're looking at a full diary going into the year. And when the first lockdown hit, we had bookings in places and we were excited for what we had coming for the year. And it was literally the weekend it hit, we were supposed to be out and we got stopped from doing the show we had two shows that weekend and it was just the click of a finger and you've lost literally everything in your diary all the shows you had planned and then you're like oh well i can still do these shows maybe midway through the year and then they're gone and then the end of the year and then they're gone and it's just getting further and further away from the last time you wrestled i found like the uh, list recently of all the stuff we were going to do because these two will tell you that I'm the one who keeps track of that. And I just kind of tell them where they have to be. And <laughs> We just but, sort um... of run up to con with no gear, no plans. Yeah. Like, so, so where are we this weekend and how do we get there and how do we get home? We're doing a promo, I think it was, for UKWA. And we're doing it all for about half an hour. We're doing it. Like, oh, yeah, this Friday. And then Con checked his phone. Like, and it's Saturday. Yeah, it's like, Saturday, right? Oh, and we spent <laughs> half an hour doing everything. Like, oh, let's do it a little bit. It's actually Saturday. I'm like, oh. Throw the oh. whole promo away. Yeah. So I was 20, 30 videos in there of outtakes. Just like, yeah, it's the wrong day. Like, oh. <laughs> so so <laughs> if Con wasn't in AWOL, we'd lit- we probably yeah. wouldn't have turned up to this podcast either. Yeah. We could be waiting outside <laughs> the venue. <laughs> there, there, there is definitely like when, when uh, we, we talk to you three you can definitely tell whose role is which now obviously i'm not going to get into that because i've got a few questions later on that we're going to play a little game with oh, so, okay <laughs> so we are going to save the questions for, for that point we're going to have a bit, of, a bit of a laugh now for anyone listening to this hopefully they know who you guys are um already whether they've seen you at uh, the barracks or ukwa or United Wrestling, or where, wherever they might have seen you. But for the core pro wrestling view audience, the, they might not have heard of you or seen you before. So could you give us a little just give us a little introduction, who you are, who you are on shows, just give us a little a little, little taster. I'll jump in. I was like, wait, who's the first one to jump in there? Um, yeah, uh, name's Andy. That's my, the normal name. Um, wrestling Andre Delano. Um, I'm basically the hipster vegan that nobody likes who shouts why are you eating meat has picket signs outside venues like stop eating stuff that you shouldn't be eating 
basically discriminating everyone's values for the sake of my own. And it's very fun. I've had food thrown at me once, and that was the best time of my life. <laughs> Dare we ask what food it was? Uh, it was a beef burger. <laughs> the, it was, I think it was a United Rumble. I just didn't enter it because, you know, the typical bad thing to do is not enter the match. I was just walking around the ring, a lady with a burger. I shouted at her. She threw it at me, caught it, and launched it back at her. Burger and fries. <laughs> She's Somebody in... def- she definitely overpaid for that burger, too. Absolutely, about three, four pound a burger. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> was, was this Bids Club or was this a different United? Uh, what's that venue? It got, it got shut down recently. Yeah, Abby, it's a new venue. I, I think it burned down recently. It did, right? yeah. Yeah, like yeah, the, to make the sure old that. venue. <laughs> Someone's left all the burger fryers on, quite obviously. <laughs> just to make sure we never go back again. <laughs> go on, Tom, over to you. So. I know I was the geezer Jack Hudson who was just just quite a happy chap who loved the scrap. But um, as of as of the world now, just Tom. I just sort of sit here and watch wrestling. But yeah, formerly me and my mates just go out and scrap every weekend. But um, right now it doesn't seem to happen much. What, I mean, like <laughs> this sounds like a retirement. He's not talking about wrestling. He just goes for a scrap every weekend. Oh yeah, I was also a wrestler, but I just <laughs> I just scrap people in public places for a laugh. See, I mean, I've only ever seen was it Green Street or Football Factory once, and I, you don't really like any of them. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, I think I'm a bit of a weekend defender. I, I think I'm a bit of a scrapper. He's not I mean, it's a podcast, so you can't see me, but I'm very scary, very intimidating. <laughs> Built like a brick shit house, so we've actually we've um, actually all got our cameras turned off, so we don't have to look him in his eyes. Yeah, yeah because they would be intimidating. <laughs> so available for bookings when the world's back together. <laughs> and last but not least, um, well, I'm Benjamin Holland. I'm a bit of a dickhead prince. <laughs> I think That's... is the best way to. <laughs> I mean, are all princes dickheads? Best way to put. I'd, yeah. I'd I'd say so. Mainly. I'd I mean, say from what so. I'm a prince. It sounds like most of them are. <laughs> I have I have been exiled from far far away though, because uh, they weren't very happy with me. So, you know, I just have to wrestle in front of some scrubs now to try and get back. You know, Re- to climb the, climb the ladder. Let's say people are gonna love you, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's thrown up a lot of questions. Like, but like, I legit have no idea. Like, where did the AWOL name come from? Like, how did, did you guys even get put together? Because there's what, like, um, a seven, eight year difference between the youngest and oldest. Is that about right? Eight? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, three, three maybe months, a bit longer. Maybe a bit. Three months. Yeah. <laughs> Us finding a name was awful. We spent so much time just coming up with the worst. Most indie rific tag names you could think oh, of. Wow, I it's wish, amazing. I wish we had some of them. You it's know. amazing that we're all not called Dangerous Dan and oh. Scary <laughs> Pete. Like, how we got this far? Probably thanks to Con. I do think it was um, Andy that came up with Andy, the yeah. yeah, I think we're all quite, I think it was quite unhappy. I think it was a while back. We just thought, ah, oh, it's really a group chat with our orders in there. We just got along because we just weren't happy. Which is a fantastic way to join up, and then, 
And we just, like, just took the name, like, oh, this is go around the country, and let's cause have a wall because we're just absent. I think it's we're, absent yeah, we're without absc- leave, is it? Absconding from a barracks. Yeah, so, so we just, was... just took bugger off. Yeah. I mean, like, like in my head, like you, you guys kind of seems like you just got on since day one. Like you just met. Like it's like an episode of Friends. <laughs> like <laughs> that pilot episode of American sitcom. They just in, they just instantly get on the second that they meet. Cool. And I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here. As much as I'd like to think that's the case, <laughs> that's not what happened. People listening to this won't be able to see your faces because it's just the audio going. <laughs> no, I can see your faces. There must have been like a moment where you're like, you know what, that dude's a dick. But then you kind of grew, grew to like each other. So would I be right in thinking it wasn't? Uh, oh, yeah. No, you wouldn't, Phil. We've always got on. Before you joined, I think it was, Con, it was, we were trying to bids, and it was me and Tom who got along pretty well. It's like immediately clicked. Don't know why. But just like just immediately went there and we changed venues and then Con probably appeared. Just, and he had some yeah. charm and good wit, probably. And I can't I can't remember saying this. He seems to remember me saying something. And he had like was it purple or blue hair? Was my, one of... my my hair was my hair was pink actually. That was it, yeah. Um, my memory's so gone. I st- I started about what, nine or ten months after you two? Yeah. Something like that, I think, yeah. Yeah. So um I walk in all innocent. It's my first training session, and these two hate me. <laughs> well, I didn't hate you then. They no, hate I didn't me. hate you then. I hated you a bit later. <laughs> the first, the first time I, I walk in, I walk in, and um, the very first person I see when I walk into the building is Andy, and he sat on a far windowsill, like comp- way opposite from the door, and I just get this glare. <laughs> this. <laughs> This glet like the disgust in his eyes. <laughs> I wish there, I wish there was a better way for me to convey it over um, voice, but there isn't. Well, there isn't a word for how he looked at you. There isn't. There isn't a word for how he looked at me. Can I want to to your family. Did he give you that resting bitch face kind of? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like... Sort of mean girls esque. You cannot sit with us. We wear pink on a Wednesday kind of vibe. I um I got asked after the session ended uh, if I was going to come back, and I said yes. And I heard a giggle, and I'm positive it was Andy. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm 100 yeah, yeah, sure that one was wasn't me. <laughs> um, again, this this is opening up a lot more questions. So, Tom, uh, what is it about uh, Con that you grew to not like? Like, why? Did, <laughs> right, right. Why, yeah, why did it take a while so, for you to, to not like him? This is so strange. Con showed up, and me being the absolute gent I am, we were fine. I didn't really particularly think anything of him. We were, we were which is bad now. Ideas. Which is bad now because we're the best of friends. But at the time, he was just another person at training, and um, <laughs> so we had a um, a Joe Connor seminar. Mm. Um, so at this time I've been training for like a year and a half and um, I'll be honest I thought I was hot shit I wasn't (laughs) but I believed it and um, so we're all just like stood around and uh, Connors goes you need to stand out more guys like everyone's been doing okay but you need to stand out like him and he points at Con (laughs) and I just go 
fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so from that seminar, I was like, who does he think he is? I, I've got the best wrist lock here, and he's getting the compliments. But um, we got through it, and now look at us. Yeah. Somebody finally just we got along, and he's like, actually, he's actually quite good. <laughs> we just all we there a good six or seven months, Tom, without just talking to each other. Like, we just <laughs> wouldn't interact <laughs> at all. He always brings this up with new people as well. And I'm like, oh, you're right, nice to meet you. And he's like, Tom hated me for a bit. <laughs> it's the first him. thing I say to everyone. <laughs> I didn't hate him. It was just, I had a better wrist lock than him. Uh, I mean, like, was Joe, I mean, was Joe Connors kind of talking more about, like, how you looked in terms of whether it was gear, presentation, uh, you like hair and tattoos, that, yeah, those kind of things say a lot about a person because I was saying that the look sets the hook. Like, I know that sounds the most stokiest phrase in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially the way well, you said it as well. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm really stoked. But um, I, I, I do genuinely believe you sometimes when you, you, you look at a person, you go, yeah, the look does set that hook, you know, and even if they're not necessarily that good yet, you go, but they look at the, the absolute bee's knees. We see that that Joe was saying, you know, he's a, he's a trainee, he's early doors, but he's at least that Lucas getting my attention. Was that kind of what he was referring to, or did he mean something else? I think oh. I think it was my hair, to be honest. I think it was like you should you should stand out because he looks different and whatnot. And then you know I just got heat. From, I was very happy about it. That. I was so happy about it. Wow. Um, but yeah, it went from and then. I don't think like, and I was friendlier with you, Andy, because yeah. uh, we we got paired together through um, unfortunate means. Oh God, yeah, Christ! To become tag team, and uh, <laughs> we kind of had to make it work. So, <laughs> the face was going to be a question of, I wonder what happened here. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go for this. Sad. Um, so I was Brave. I was current champion at the time. No, I was I was before champion actually. It was me and Tom having a feud. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. It was like, and we were having it for ages, and it was building up to be, which sounds awful, the first singles main event. It's like, oh, sound. We're gonna finally, you know, just two yeah. people finally. And it got changed last minute to a force count anywhere, no disqualification lumberjack match. Let that one sink in as you wish. Um. And it was during the match, Con would interfere on my behalf for a reason of, and I think the quote was, he says you look pretty. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the original idea was a stereotype angle, which mm. obviously didn't go as <laughs> um, originally pitched, but I did. I mean, And he wondered why I didn't like him. <laughs> I mean... I mean, like, I, I did think this podcast uh, episode was going to be all like sweetness and light, and uh, now that we, <laughs> no, now no, that no. we started in all animosity, us, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I, I might not do the, uh, the, the the game show later on. This might actually stir some. <laughs> you're tearing us apart. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hate both of you. <laughs> By both of you, it means you two, not me. So it, it's it's mm, perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, I'm going to have to ask this because, uh, so was this the, you know, obviously you fancy uh, Andy, was this at the barracks or was this at United Wrestling? 
Oh, it was at the barracks, this was. Oh, okay. I'm going to hazard a guess. Uh, this was Mr. Rossington's idea? No. Actually, no. Was no. Um, no. Um, we... We we got given the plan by an, an unnamed. We we won't go there, but assailant, um, assailant. Let's say unnamed, yeah. bu- unnamed booker. Unnamed booker. In other places. Um, what was she female? Yes. <laughs> was she female? I feel like you knew the answer to that question before you asked it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion. I know that who this is. Is my name equally similar? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got, you've got yeah. it. Bingo, bingo. You know, you know what? Like, as soon as you started saying it, I thought that's a fucking stupid idea. But now that you said it, <laughs> now that you said who it was, I'm like, yeah, I could tell them. I could, I could, I could like hear her saying it because it's so fucking stupid. But <laughs> you know what? We all make, we all make mistakes. I yeah, can't say everything that I. There's no, no hard feelings. Nothing like that. Yeah, there's no animosity there. Or it worked. It worked out well. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. It worked out fantastically well. It just, it was, it was born. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was just, it was just born out of something that maybe wasn't the most ideal situation mm. um, at the ended, time. It would have ended, I think, with the title four way. And for some reason, it would have gone with we all fight. At the very end, Khan would then just give up fighting and let him himself get pinned by me. If, if you know, I'll, I'll be yeah. knocked, I'll be knocked out. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to fight. Actually, I fancy this guy more. And then that would have been it. And that's, that's how the AWOL thing came along, because they're all really annoyed <laughs> with it. Because yeah. we all thought it was rather silly. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to ask, I don't know what year the Bruno film came out, but the end, at the end of that Bruno film, they start the MMA match that they're having, and they start kissing and rolling around together. It kind of feels eerily similar to that. <laughs> This unnamed assailant that we're not going to name because there's no beef Massive. on it. Did this person watch this movie before putting this idea out there? It just feel. I didn't evil. think of that. You know, maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I believe it. I yeah. mean, like if, if Connor would have pulled Andy on top, started smooching, and people were lobbing drinks and popcorn into the ring, <laughs> it would have been like you know, seen for seeing actually spot on. But you know what? We all. Everyone books weird shit from time to time, so yes. I'm not going to give weird, you know, um, give, give any beef. It is what it is. It is what it is. But obviously, fast forward to today, you, you guys are in, in you know, a lot of people's minds when they talk about sort of trios wrestling. The A one name does come up. I mean, that's that's not, you know, to be in people's the forefront of people's minds when they go, oh, name a good trio in British wrestling. Oh, the A one guys. Like you are on the tip of people's tongues, even from very early doors. So you must be doing something right for you to have stuck in people's minds so much for them to go, think of a trio, think of a trio. Hey, well, guys. I, th- yeah. I think trios is kind of a sort of different market. I think you've got to look at what people are doing and then try and do something different. And there isn't as many people going this sort of route. And I think as long as you're always evolving with what's going on, you will get in the forefront of people's minds and i think hopefully we we just sort of do wrestling the way that we want to do it and i think we all share the mm-hmm. same opinion on like you'll be told so many little rules and things that you have to do by so many people but the people who tell you that are sat in the same place as you like i think triple h tells me <laughs> he wants me to do something <laughs> you bet 
how fast can I do that for you, sir? But yeah. I think there's all these weird, like, underhanded rules of wrestling. But when you actually do these rules, you don't have fun and you don't make any friends. But when you can go to a show and still be professional, like, you're not taking the mick out of the business, you're still being professional, but you can have a laugh and you can get on with people. That's when wrestling's fun. I think so many people take something that isn't, it's not that deep, it's not that serious, but people see wrestling so seriously all the time. And I think that's, that is a good thing that we all try to do. I think we all try and be pretty calm about it and whatever happens, happens, doesn't it? And say with like trios and stuff, I think people know we don't really work that many trios matches. If I'm honest, like I can yeah. only count like a handful of times we've actually had a like a six man or whatever tag with the three of us in it. So it's been like say you two have a tag or have a singles or we all have singles or etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this one. There's a reason why people don't do trios because it's paying six wages. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for one match. Yeah, I mean. um like originally, before you know, person, if you had tag team titles, uh, um, I've got a little notepad somewhere. Like I, I don't like writing stuff up as in, in terms of yeah, Excel spreadsheets or that sort of thing. I've got notepads with doodles. I'm a very I'm a doodler, and there's somewhere I've got a like a doodle of trios belts because oh, it'd be great to have teams of three. And then when you start like I think we did a show without um the the, the, the belts because we, we were still thinking we would it work we just did a show and it was free on free a six-man tag like i've just spent six fucking wages on like <laughs> on, on one yeah. bastard match bollocks to this we're going back to we'll be great yeah, we'll just do normal tags we're not going to do a six-man um like i know like even the bigger companies even they kind of take that to heart and go we still, even though we're in millions and billions and whatever, they still don't want to be paying six wages for one match. I mean, I, I, I think that's one thing that's that's never going to change. And one thing I, I do like about AWOL is that you've all got your own personalities, but you are you do all work together. You each do ride a very um nice balance like people can pick out which of you you don't blend together to the point that you don't know which is which you've each got your own personalities your own look your own style your own way of doing stuff but you're still a collective and i've got to give you guys a lot of credit because that can take a long time to work out and to get that like really ground down to the people see to recognize it and, and like it so I've, I've got to take my hat off to you because it evidently works, you know. Thank you. <laughs> um, I uh, one of one of the points I was going to make, like you pretty much made it for me, is that we've tried to be as versatile as we can possibly be. So, like, we we can show up, and you can have Tom wrestle a singles match, you can have Andy wrestle a singles me, or you can have us as a team. You can have us wrestle each other. You can run a six man. We can manage. You know what I mean? Like, we try to be individuals while still you know maintaining the fact that if you need a tag team we will be a tag team regardless of like you know the differing gimmicks or the differing sort of characters that we portray because if you look at us visually especially when we're wrestling we don't look like we should tag at all <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks very like mismatch thrown together but you know we've we managed to get like our first opportunity as a team and since then it's just kind of unbelievably spiraled from there 
I mean, I, I, this might be kind of chucking the cat amongst the pigeons nice and early, but fuck it, we like to do that, don't we? Do each of, do each of you have a preference that if, say, uh, a booker, promoter, whatever says, okay, um, of the three of you, I want um, I want, I want you know, two of you in a tag, one in a singles. If you're one of the guys in a tag, do you have one of the other two in mind that you'd prefer to tag with? Than the other, and that—that's not. Again, I'm not trying to like shit this early, but it's this just, early, yeah. <laughs> so it's coming. He just doesn't want to do it yeah, yet. Yeah, so, it's definitely the post. But no, you know, I mean, like, because you guys are very well connected. Like, but is there another one of you in, in the, the the free that you go? I'd have to tell that person less or that person know, knows my moves more or compliments my moves more and I compliment their moves more. Is the one than the other? And that's not to say the other one isn't as good, but you're always going to have one person that you're naturally got a bit more affinity with than the other one. Is there... Because um, I'm going I'm to put you all on the spot. So, uh, starting with Andy, as he's uh, gloating the most. If you wow. have to tag him with, <laughs> again, it, it's it's not shit steering. You know, it's not a case. I mean, we've we've stated openly, you guys are very close knit, and it works. It works. So, um, out of out of the two, Andy, if I said to you, look, uh, I need to chuck you out there. You've got ten minutes. Uh, you know, you're going to go out there in ten minutes. You need to pick one. You need to pick one now. Who are you picking? It's uh, it's a tricky one. You're not picking either one for your best man at a wedding. It's not that bad. All three of you would all three of you would be on the show. You know what I mean? It's not a case of picking someone and the other one doesn't get a booking. It's more a case of I'd feel a stronger tag connection with that person than the other one. I I'm gonna I get the long winded answer. It would depend, I'd say, on what I'd we were if it's face or heel. If it's a face, I'd probably go with Tom. I think we've done it before in yeah. Leicester. I think we've done a like a, a babyface tag, and we got a little face, well. Andy. Got to Heel wise, though, <laughs> like a bad guy. Con's a little mean little bastard. <laughs> so he's, it's it's great to go <laughs> off him <you>. as well. <laughs> like, cause, um, I think my style is quite like an aggressive, like brawly sort of guy. And like, if I got a, a nasty streak, Con's there just be like, I'm an aggressive guy too, and it's like just beat the crap out of people. Well, Tom, like babyface, he he can fly, he can do all his stuff that I can't do. Stop <laughs> it, you! He gets, gets me, he gets me the stuff as well because Tom can do stuff. <laughs> um, do I ask the other two, or are you both going to say the exact same thing? <laughs> yeah, probably. We're, we're all politicians. <laughs> <laughs> very, very diplomatic answers, Phil. You know. Like I have made some notes. I know people at home won't be able to see this. I've made some notes, right? Like I don't like to overdo these podcasts i made like a few notes and we've got some game show stuff i knew this kind of question was going to come up and i'd put down what andy had said because i thought <laughs> i'm not bullshitting not making this up i honestly i thought <laughs> not gonna pick one or the other but i think if i ask andy first i know he's gonna say exactly that what well, might not be weird <laughs> Well, I thought, I bet if, if, he, if he thinks Tom is going to be face, he thinks Connor is going to be heels, that's where I would go mentally with it. Like, if I got asked, my mind would go to the exact same place. So, I mean, are you both going to say the exact same as Andy? Are we, we all sticking on that safe uh, answer? 
If you say each other now, I'll be so mad. You, <laughs> you didn't. Obviously, it's a podcast. You didn't see a sheet, but his one under the bullet point under that was make them argue. <laughs> <laughs> but he isn't going to break us. He isn't going to break us. And the, the the point under that is uh, join a wall. So uh, <laughs> Phil, yeah, Philfie's going to join a wall. God help us all. Actually, you know what? Actually, that's a very good point. A very, very good point. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask each of you now. So if for whatever reason you join WWE or whatever or whatever company, whatever, and they say we want you to bring a fourth member with you, who is that fourth member of AWOL? Yeah. Who like I want a pick from each of you. So you're going into a company, you're gonna be you might they might need to change the name, but they want you to be aggressive, um, dirty, gritty. Heels, kind of like how Grizzled Young Veterans are kind of playing. Yeah. And they want that. Uh, I'm going to use this term quite nicely. It's called British Ugly. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of yes. lock, stock, snatch, that kind of grittiness. So Vince McMahon, Tony Card, whoever says, okay, uh, any suggestions from all three of you? Who would you make the fourth member of AWOL, British Ugly, whatever you want to call it? Wow. To be fair, mm. AWOL has had a, a few honorary members. Yeah. Like, we have, yeah. Through some shows. We've had a few people join us. Big T was a part of AWOL for a bit. He, he, blend, he blended in quite obviously. For a whole 10 <laughs> to 12 with entrances. Yeah. He was a part of AWOL. <laughs> um, but anyone in the world you could have. Well, anyone, part. say, from British wrestling. So anyone that you take over to the, the States with you. So anyone that you know, or worked with, or know of, uh, met I... up and down the country, someone that oh, compliments right, right. what you think AWOL is all about. I think you put it great with the Grizzly Young Vets. If it was up to me, I'd steal both of them. I think, now I'm not just saying it, I say it all the time, I think they are probably the most proficient tag team in the world, and to have that be a part of this, and to sort of selfishly sit under that learning tree, of what they do with tag team wrestling would be amazing. You can only pick one, Tom. I only pick one. Ah, uh, I'd have JD then. I'd <laughs> <laughs> uh, like uh, Andy and Con. Who are you picking? Who is your one suggestion that you sit down with Vince McMahon and say, "This guy, we want to bring this guy." Yeah. Because <laughs> because you've asked for like aggressiveness and stuff. No, that's not necessarily aggressive. Like, uh, but... Bit more attitudey, a bit more gritty, you know. Not necessarily um, that sort of prima donna, pretty boys, hand kind of vibe. You, you want a bit more gritty, a bit more lock stock, a bit more right. okay. that kind of. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's a term called British ugly. You know what I mean any of that kind of Guy Ritchie movie kind of look. That sort of vibe. So, someone who's your fourth person, you say, you know what, this guy's now AWOL or whatever. I'm going to throw it out there. It's, it's sort of like I want to go more of like a leader role. Someone who can like bring us all as one. And if we're leading, or we be led by someone who's quite politician y, has to say something, I'd go with Spike Trevay. <sighs> you, took, you took the words out of my mouth. Genuinely, that was, can, like, I was guide us all around your three individuals around my guidance. You want to one person beat the yeah. crap out of someone, and he'd be my mind floated to Spike Trevay as well. 
Okay, 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 that's fair enough. I'm not going to lie, I, I kind of had a little name in mind for, are they going to think what I'm thinking? Like, I had, I had Ryan Myers to kind of put down, I thought, I wonder if they'll say Ryan, because he's a bit bit gritty, bit of a brawler, bit sort of, um, yeah, underhandy, heelish. Um, I, I, wonder, I wonder if they'll say him or not. I'd rather have Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record... Ryan, that wasn't that was Andy. That was Andy who said that Ryan. <laughs> who, is, who is Andy? When I don't it comes know, to Andy. Gritty, it's fine. It's fine. When we come to like you know, edit this podcast and in kind of post production, we'll keep Andy's comment in. We'll take Connor's <laughs> take Connor's apology out. So it looks like it's like all three of you being a dick to Ryan. <laughs> I'm but... sure we can like clip somewhere me and Connor agreeing about Ryan, but I, I do think for grittiness, like Ryan might bit my nose, fish hooked me. Mm. Um, he did some unspeakable things in a rumble with <laughs> Charles Kelsey. <laughs> wait, wait, what? I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to ask because, like, I won't forgive myself if I don't. Dare I? Or I mean, for I don't actually know the price, but for a low, low price, I'm sure you could go back and watch this rumble. But um, <laughs> the, there was something that went down in the rumble involving Kelsey, Ryan, and um. My bum, <laughs> and if that isn't oh, enough God, to tease you to go and buy the show, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got like child line on the other line. If if you want to, like, <laughs> uh, I, I was nineteen. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Which rumble is this? Dare I ask? Um, the this one is, in um, UKWA. UKWA ready for war. Ready is... for war the first show we did. Yeah. Wait, was, was I there for that one? Um, I, swear, I swear I was there for that one. I think you were, yeah. Yeah, I think you were. Have you been? A, I, I think we've only done two since we've been working there, and I think you've been to both of them. Well, I know yeah. you were at the last one because uh, you choked me on the bottom rope. Oh. I, what, what a dick. That was, that was, that was a cool <laughs> and nice thing to do, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We had eight minutes to do a six-man tag with with, <laughs> with, with, with promo and entrance. Yeah. <laughs> like, best fingers like from that match. So uh, I, I assume the UKWA match used to be up on YouTube, or if they've got an online channel, I I, I honestly don't know. Um, I think they're on Turnbuckle TV. Ah, okay. Um, yeah. So if, if people do want to go uh, check check out uh, that show, they can go on to yeah, Turnbuckle. TV. Now, on that show, I had, like, you know, my then-girlfriend at the time, a couple of roommates, and there's a guy that's been to loads of my shows, and I told him, you know, he's never seen me be a heel manager, and he, like, he kind of bet me that I couldn't make him pop. He's like, no, I know what you like, whatever. And there was, a, there was an old woman at ringside. <laughs> I remember <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. Like, really short, a bit sort of whatever, a bit potato-faced. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and to, I, again, I don't plan anything I, I'm ever going to say. I can't remember lines. I'm just trying to like cut a very generic, very quick promo about the, the audience having coronavirus. And she starts like <laughs> waving her arm, waving her eight year old sagging out of her fucking pants arse at me. And I just some some reason I went, Is that still bad from Druk's side? And my mate at the front row there bet me. He makes this noise. I've never. It kind of like sounds like an old car horn. Like, ah, ah. like <laughs> he made that noise because he, like, he didn't expect me to say. It. I didn't expect me to say. It, but uh, 
yeah, Sinbad from Brookside. I don't know if he's still alive, but or if he's just, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, go, no, go out your way. There he was in the crowd of UKWA. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought when I started that day. You know what I'm going to talk about? So <laughs> It just kind of encapsulates how crazy wrestling is, I think. Yeah. Like, um, obviously, like, I, I'll always say this. I'm just happy to be there, honestly. Like, the fact, the fact that I'm wrestling at all still blows my own mind. So, um, you know, I'm ha- more than happy to go with the flow and see what happens. Um we were we were originally in a six man tag and it was the three of us um against Dougie Matthews and the Might Legacy uh, with yourself Phil and the week of it got changed because um Andy decided to go on holiday yeah. <laughs> so they're like okay you have you have um, another tag partner um and then on the day we found out that this tag partner isn't going to show up it hurt his back <laughs> it hurt his back or something along those lines um so we're there we're like huh okay you know we're trying to like come up with little handicap match plans in our head and um eventually we get a replacement tag team partner kai who's absolutely fantastic by oh, the way brilliant brilliant yeah great guy um another AWOL member another another honorary AWOL member yeah that's true um and, you know, start of the show, like, 15 minutes. You guys have got a promo, you know, we have a really good match. You know, you're on the, near the main event. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. And then, like, slowly throughout the show, our time gets caught <laughs> more and more and more until we have six minutes, including entrances and promo and the whole match <laughs> for a six-man tag. I still feel slightly bad about that because I remember so much stuff was getting caught and I, I don't want to peel back the curtain too much but um, as everyone's stuff was getting caught a lot of mine started getting caught and I mean I, I gave up spots I don't mind I mean wrestling isn't about spots it's about people enjoying it but um, the more and more that just got lost it, it, basically the match turned up like turned into a roll up and that was going to be it and I was like <laughs> no guys <laughs> We need to build the hot tag at least once. It's the most, it's the story of the match. <laughs> and so I kept 90% of my stuff in. You're just talking about politicking out in the open. Yeah, I was slightly <laughs> politicking. I remember um, I got asked beforehand if I was okay with everything in the match, and I said, yeah, I'm not even wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, you know, I was standing on the apron for six minutes. I was like, damn, you know. <laughs> But um, I remember I was speaking to Kai on the apron and um, the match had just begun and the bell rang and I just leaned over and went, we've already gone over time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be, let's be honest. I mean, that was that was yeah, a big shout out to the, the guys that run the UKWA. I mean, they were in like an impossible scenario. I mean, oh, there was absolutely, like... Absolutely, yeah. That, that wasn't like a shot at all. That was, you know... Yeah. It was real, I know it's really bad traffic. Loads of people were struggling get there and uh yeah um i don't know a few of the matches earlier on kind of like went over <laughs> the things like that so yeah it was but the, the later you're on the more chance uh there is of that kind of shit happening so well when we got there i right, got 15 minutes a bit later on yeah knock it down to 12 a bit later on towards the interval maybe just do a flat 10 and then right after the interval yeah do do maybe eight and then right before we announce yeah knock, <laughs> knock it down to six and like at that point <laughs> Shall I do a promo? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got six minutes and I'm going to take up two. So, 
<laughs> if you go back, you can. Uh, if you go back and watch the tape, you can see me on my entrance, and I know how long your promo has gone. Cause it went, it went six minutes. <laughs> so we do a little pose on the stage. I tap Con and Cam, my boys. We need to get going. <laughs> I, I clap hands with the first row of fans, and I'm like, I'm not getting here because we should be going home by now. <laughs> I mean, that's um, we're quite lucky with we're, we're person few. Like, if we go over our time, the venues are just cool with it. I mean, <clears throat> I mean the uh, the, the Osage was the Osage Civic Centre. They yeah. had like a, a 10 p.m. cutoff, like everything had to be down. Had oh, to be oh. at like and we we got in the ring at 10 to 10, yeah. <laughs> and there was a match after us too. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's that crazy. That's one of those things that makes. British wrestling just brilliant. That you can't oh, plan it. That sort of stuff. It yeah. may you you go to work the next day and you like you'll not believe what happened last night. Yeah. We had a six we had a six man, six minute uh Sinbad from Brookside match. Like <laughs> it, it's weird, but like it's, it's it's just all part of the big yeah, the, it's a circus, that's what wrestling is, it's a circus. So uh, it's one that it's one of them things. Now um uh, go on. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, like, it's so much fun and I can't overstate that enough Yeah. because, you know, people people will tell story and everyone's got their own stories and things like that. And, you know, sometimes it comes across as like bitter or people have vendettas against people and whatever. But wrestling's just fun. It's so much fun. And the more, you know, I believe anyway, the more people can tap into how much, like, just the wackiness and the complete ridiculousness of wrestling. Like, obviously, we haven't been around for very long. We're two, we're two years in currently, and we've already got so many stories that we can bore our respective partners <laughs> with for hours. You know, should they, should they, you know, feel bad enough for us that they listen? And it's, it's just something that's so unbelievably just fun, like I keep saying, that you know, I don't, I don't understand anyway how you can sort of have any kind of bitterness in your heart. Maybe I'm just, you know, a little the novice. I, I haven't been like, <laughs> you know, broken into the world of wrestling properly yet. But it's just such a fun thing to do and such a crazy like experience that I don't think you could replicate doing anything else. Yeah, I mean, like, I, um, in work, people have asked me about wrestling and this sort of thing, and. For those that go along to a show, so say, let's take that UKWA show, for example. So mm-hmm. uh, we're in Osage, that's just up the road in Stoke, and there have been yeah, posters on lampposts and in shops and that sort of thing. So a fan sees that poster, like the you know, live professional wrestling tonight, 7pm, blah, 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 whatever. They pay their, their money to get in, 10 quid, 5 quid, whatever, whatever it was to get in. And they, they watch the shows, they see all these uh, colourful characters, they might buy a shirt, they might buy a DVD, they go home, they've enjoyed themselves, and they might talk about a few little bits and pieces, and, oh, that's really cool when that guy did this, that guy did this move, um, blah, 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 whatever. And so, yeah, it's kind of like out of their mind, kind of, um, when a few days later. Now, what they haven't seen is five wrestlers in a Fiat Punto with their back... <laughs> With their bags on their knees, driving from the arse end of North Wales or the arse end of Nottingham or wherever, after they've finished work, so they still got the work attire on, they've got that their like work lunchbox in their bag with, and they've already done eight, nine, ten hours in their office job. They've driven with 
four other sweaty bastards in a crappy little car to 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 somewhere, and they get to wrestle for a bit of money. Now, obviously, I'm not going to say what kind of money people might earn, but five quid, ten quid, twenty quid, thirty quid, whatever. It's not you know, groundbreaking money. Like no one really earns you know, great <laughs> wrestling, and that's me as a promoter and a performer saying it. But for the performers to go through all of that, to sit in a protein fart smelling car for two hours, to go in 20 quid after you've wrestled and your back's aching and your knees, it must, we must love it on such a weird level that mm. we're, miss, we're missing it all so much now. We're missing mm. people eating packets of ham as a meal. <laughs> <laughs> A packet of ham that haven't even been refrigerated. That's the worst. <laughs> Tupperware. I swear, like, if, if there's like a statistics for people that buy Tupperware, it's old women in professional wrestlers. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it's no one else. It's old women. Which tend, to, which tend to congregate at the show because you get the Tupperware thrown at you and then, you know, they have to replace it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're doing like, why, why do you suffer for this art? I mean... I'm 13 years deep. You guys are, what do you say, two years deep into this? Two, three years? Two, three, yeah. Like, so give me, because like, your opinion will be a lot more optimistic than mine will, because after 13 years, maybe I'm a bit jaded, perhaps. I don't know. But why do we do it? Why do we love to kind of suffer for our art in this way? What is it about wrestling that we go, I'll happily do all this fucking shit to get to that point, why? Just fun, really. <laughs> That's the thing. Really. <laughs> it's just, it's just fun. Like you can have one weekend where nothing much happens, and the next weekend you could have three or four stories on the drive alone. And it's like, yeah. oh, that was that was a different day. And it's like you just go back, and it's like you do say you have a normal job afterwards. You're like, oh, that was fun yesterday. And you wait the next week, and it's like, oh, do it again. Where it could be. You could have the best time. You could crash your car. You have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> and, I and recently, that's it, it's a drug, isn't it? It's mm. it's just a drug. And I think I, I, the best thing about wrestling is that, especially at the level like this level, you've got to love it because nobody gets in tiny cars with loads of big men and has to have a suitcase on their knee for a four-hour drive and spend loads of money on transport to then get battered like you don't get to the show and then oh sick well now everything's fine no now you have to go out and get your head kicked in <laughs> so so imagine imagine being able to put on a set of boots and go and do that without loving it so you've got to and I, I think that's why it's so hard because it is such a discipline and it is a thing that you love so much that when it's taken away it's like well what am I supposed to put all this energy into now Definitely, like, and and it's such a weird bonding experience too. Like, I've you know met some of the best and worst people I know through wrestling. Like, it's a very large, wide variety of characters. But you know, it brings it brings people together who you never would like. Would us four have ever you know interacted with each other without wrestling? You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't and. You know, if you think of like the people that, you know, we're friends with or you, you've been able to meet Phil and like thinking all these people and places we've been and stuff, would any of that happen without wrestling? 
can't, I, I honestly can't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where. Like, yeah, you've used us four as an example. I don't know where yeah. necessarily us four would have ever met and gone. Hey, they seem pretty sound. If it wasn't necessarily yeah. four. Yeah. wrestling's kind of like the, the sort of glue that holds us all together because it attracts like you've said it attracts the best of people it attracts the worst of people yeah. uh, as long as the best of people far outweigh the worst of people then it, I think that's what kind of why we do it to me and um, oh, massively, the, yeah. the last unstoppable wrestling show that we did right before obviously Corona came in and whatever it was because I know Andy, you met us there, didn't you? But it's yes, tra- yeah. traveling up. It's me, it was Tom, it was Khan, it was Keith Might driving and Ryan Might as well. And yeah. we cr- crammed into a little, I think it's like a little Volkswagen something. We're crammed in. Uh, I've got my bacon butty on the go, stinking the car. I was up. just about, I was just about to say, which <laughs> smelled absolutely fine <laughs> until, <laughs> until Phil walks in. Bacon sandwiches in hand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I take my fitness very, very. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got like you know, my missus had done me like some yeah, bacon butties wrapped in foil. I've got my little cafetiered coffee, um, and Keith had said to me after because I mean you you guys didn't come back with us, did it? So it was us. No, four. we had um, we had two other shows that weekend. Yeah, I think we so. we travelled to Preston um, that night. So uh, yeah, I think it was it was Preston and Darwin or something like that. It was um, when like Keith came to drop me off like later that night. So it was just me, Keith, and um, Ryan, and kind of like dropped me off. And Keith just said, "Like I absolutely fucking love this. This is what makes it worth you." We just sat in a car with like-minded people, people that don't take life too seriously. We could all have a laugh and a joke. We can take the piss out of each other, and it's all perfectly fine. It's it's that that kind of like keeps him going. That's what what he loves, and just having a laugh and a, and a bit of banter and all that sort of stuff. That's why he loves it. And I'd kind of like I'd thought that before, but until someone in their sixties that's done this for 30, 40 years says that to you, it kind of hits home a bit. For yeah, like yeah, I genuinely do. I love. Being sat in the car and Keith telling his stories that he's told us seventy-eight times before. <laughs> Listen to them. There's a reason why you you might you, you watch your favourite film a million times because it's just like fun and nostalgic and it feels good. Same with a Keith Myers story. He'll tell you, <laughs> you know, he fought Big Daddy at one point or he gave Matt Burns his name. Or Did he? What? Wait, what? Uh, Nigel, Nigel McGuinness in the Ring of Honor title. Yeah. Well, he's the oldest man to ever compete for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. You are. Yeah. Just... <laughs> I adore Keith's stories. Keith and yeah, Ryan. I, lo- I love. Absolute I love world Keith. Bros, and I can't. I can't put either of them over enough for the yeah, amount. Of I, Whereas my match with Ryan, every time I've come out, a completely different person. I mean, like, like I'll, I'll always. Keith Myers. I think he too, he trained me officially to. Maybe two training sessions while I was working for BWA, two thousand and seven to two thousand and eleven, give or take. Um, he took me for two training sessions out of every session that I had. It was other trainers that did it, but I do look at Keith like he's my trainer because I've sat under his learning tree and he's day in day out, conversation after conversation, trained me. He didn't necessarily get you know, get on the mats and take bumps with him, but he mentally taught me so much. 
And obviously, yeah, Keith Myers, I can't say enough good about him. And I really do, do hope Keith knows just how much everyone values him. Because, like, one of the last Unstoppable shows he did, he dressed up as Santa. You know what I mean? It's... Yeah, and if, if a guy in his sixties, this is that's done this for 30, 40 years, is willing to get dressed up as Deidre Barlow or Santa, or like Bray Myatt, like Bray Wyatt. Bray Myatt. Oh yes. Like if he's willing to do that, then no one else is. It sh- you should ever say no. I'm not doing that. It's a bit too silly. You know. Yeah, he does. He does yeah. all that. He loves the business. He cares about it, and he helps us so much. And Con yeah. still stole his booking. <laughs> 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 Imagine doing that to oh. Keith. I, I'm, I'm not touching that conversation. I'm just going to very, much, very quickly segue <laughs> into uh, the first. Uh, segue into the first of two games we've got kind of coming off. So there's three of you. I, I can play you off against each other just a little bit, just a smidge, just a smidge, because it's it's fun. It's for my entertainment. Now we're, we're going to do a version of Mister and Missus, but there's three of you, you all guys. So it's Mister and Mister and Mister. Um, so I've got all for day the, coming up with that. Records, for the records, um, should the losers of the game be listening to this, myself and Tom are actually undefeated at Mister and Missus. Um, oh yeah, we have we have previously played this game. Sorry, Andy, we we have previously we have previously played this game against three couples and against one real couples. So, yeah, not <laughs> teams against real couples, and this tag team won. I mean, I, I don't I know if they're a great tag team, or maybe it's something about their couple. I think that's probably a conversation for another day. We're not going to get into. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. No, like, obviously, I'm not going to like. I'm not going to yeah. we put you out against each other, but I kind of want to try and provoke and just reveal a couple of secrets. So I've got five questions for you. So I need you to give me your quickest answer. So we're going to ask you the question. You need to give me your quickest answer. Obviously, try not to talk o- over the top of each other, but I think this is going to reveal a couple of little bits. So we've got well, first to five. So the three of you are out for a meal, okay? Who refuses to leave the tip? Andy. 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 Oh, I was going to say Tom, but... <laughs> is, is, is Andy notoriously cheap? I mean, is this, is this something that's... No, no, not really. Oh, because I would have thought. Because I, I, I know, like Andy, you're 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 vegan, so you're gonna ask for a bit more sort of specialist food. <laughs> so I would have thought you'd be the guy that that would tip, because yeah, obviously they're, they're they're going out their way to do you know, to sort of specialize your meal for you. I would have thought you'd be the guy. I wrote a little note. Andy is definitely going to be the biggest tipper. So. The fact Andy that them a bit of a Karen though, whereas me and Connor wow. sort of bite our tongues and Andy one hundred percent has a Yelp account we don't know about. Like, yeah. <laughs> me and Connor have awful meals and we just smile and eat them and then we go, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, no, it was lovely. Cheers. Andy is, Andy, is Andy the guy on TripAdvisor? Is he is he that guy? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. If food came up to me and it weren't what I like, I just eat it because I'm too scared to call someone over. <laughs> the big strong wrestler facade you can't <laughs> it could it could be a plate of oysters they're like oh yeah it's lovely thanks i was like no i didn't i didn't want them but it's like oh, i'll have them it's okay <laughs> i'm gonna swiftly move on to number two <laughs> like and this is gonna be a very weird question but do you have any like in every couple 
um, whether whether it's friends, whether it's relationship, whatever. People have like nicknames that only you can use for the other people. Like if you watch Shaun of the Dead, they call each other uh, they call each other Babe and Paul. The same guys call each other like Eggy and Bacon. It's like a cute little pet nickname. Do, do either of you have nicknames for like the other two that only you freaking use? Because it's kind of like in, if you watch Top Gear or the Grand Tour, as it's kind of now, where Hammond and May and Clarkson, mm-hmm. you've got like those kind of like Captain Slow and the Hamster and whatever nicknames. Do you have weird kind of like pet names for each other? I uh, you, you could you could find me and Andy calling each other Babe a lot. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Me and Con only refer to each other as handsome boys. And um, yeah, shout handsome out to boys. Lucy Openshaw for announcing us as handsome boys once. Yes, she, did, she did, yeah. Uh... Now I <laughs> handsome boys. Handsome Love boys. That. Um, so we're like, yeah. I call them both stinky, but I mean, they are both yeah. stinky. So. It's absolutely not true. It's been a tough lockdown, so. <laughs> I mean, like, we can't smile you through a Zoom call, so it's fine. You know what I mean? I, I say. You know, <laughs> Actually go for it. Um, now, this one, I need you to each answer <clears throat> um, very, very, very quickly. Now, even if people don't necessarily hear it correctly, because obviously three people... Okay. But I need you to answer very, very quickly, okay? I feel like I, I, feel like I know what the question is going to be or one of the questions. Like, I'm waiting for it, guys. Go on, go on. What are you, you thinking of? Is it who's the leader? That's the very next question. Who is the <laughs> Ask me right now, who's the leader of AWOL? Nobody. Andy. If you think Andy's the leader, if you think Andy's the leader, watch one of his matches and then come and tell me he's the leader. There is is no leader in AWOL. The the leader doesn't always do the hardest work. When you play chess, the king is fucking useless. But maybe he is the leader then. You can't continue, you can't which I'm not calling Andy useless. Let me just put that out there. Um, and I'm not going to say that one of you two is the queen. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to call you either a bishop or a is it a prawn or pawn? I don't fucking remember which. It's got it's got ramifications if we start breaking this down. But the king in the, in a game of chess isn't the strongest character, but the game does end around him. So yeah. you've only asked that because you've heard this argument about twelve yeah. times. <laughs> Both, yeah, myself and Ryan Myers, last time we all, yeah, we all spoke, me and Ryan said, look, we've not talked about this before, we're going to say the name of the person we think it is. And we both went, three, two, one, Andy. Like, I'm, I'm both wrong, which is okay. okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. It's not, <laughs> if you say, who's the leader of the Top Gear Grand Tour guys, you say Clarkson. They all get paid the same, but Clarky's that guy that you go to. It's in every trio, every group, there's just a guy that you go, well, okay, that's probably the alpha. So, yeah. and, and, you know, alpha Andy, I'm sorry. It's, that's just what it is. Uh, it's alliteration. I'm, it must be right. Exactly. I'm, positive, I'm positive he just said he wouldn't call someone over if his food was bad. And now we're calling him an alpha. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a valid point. That's a valid point. Right, well, we'll, we'll slide on to the last. <laughs> so... Like you go to a show at the literally arse end of nowhere, like the opposite end of the UK, and the promoter says, Look, I booked you a room, crash in this room at the end, like it's on us, blah blah blah, whatever. You three get to that room, there is a single bed, a sofa, and the floor. You could none of you can sleep in the bathtub, don't even try that fucking end. 
you can't ask for more beds or any of that sort of thing. So uh, single bed, sofa, floor. Who gets what? I'd be in the bed. Andy would be on the sofa. Con would be on the floor. Only because Con's the nicest. <laughs> I'd be in the bed because at this show, even if it was in the arse end of nowhere, I've probably landed on my skull on the outside. It'll be that, um, or we'd all snuggle on the same one. Yeah, we probably bed. all share a single bed. To be yeah. yeah, we're not we're not against sharing the same bed. So that's that's fine. My, my very specific answer was going to be Tom would jump on the bed immediately and not give us a chance. Absolutely. And then yeah. and then me and me and Andy would argue via politeness over who got the sofa. But it would yeah, probably you be have it. You no, have it. no, you yeah. have it. <laughs> it's done a lot tonight. So I'd exactly. already be asleep. I'd already be asleep. Yeah. You yeah. can tell. You can tell. You guys are like sort of. 30 and under because once you're 30 and over it's like no no, no my, my old ass body needs that fucking bed it better be a firm mattress <laughs> be an i am taking over that bad boy honestly i if, if yeah we're um, i can guarantee if ryan myatt is in that room he's taking that bed he's he's not gonna ryan is not gonna offer any of you ryan guys. have the bed and the sofa somehow ryan would, just, take the room. <laughs> yeah, ryan would put it up on the sofa just like just out of spice so but yeah you can you can sleep on it but you got my cheesy feet all up in your face. Ryan would walk in the room, shut the door, and keep us outside. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. That does sound. Sorry, Ryan, if you listen to this, uh, we apologise. We don't. Hey, that's the second <laughs> time Andy's buried Ryan my, on this, by the way. The second <laughs> time. For anyone, for anyone keeping count. This is my time. <laughs> I've, 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 I've earned this time. <laughs> it's going to be Andy Myatt at this fucking Myatt. <laughs> Right, and last but not least, so you're going on a big long drive. Who has control of the aux cables in the car? Who is DJ? Who gets to say, "Yeah, I, I'm playing the music." Who is that Tom. guy? Tom. Tom. Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. But so Tom isn't the driver. No. No. Um, so why why does Tom get? Why is Tom the DJ? How why does he get? I, I do the sat nav, which means I also DJ. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. if if you I don't want Yoshi Tatsu's theme playing, <laughs> and then just Oasis, and maybe Kurt Angle's TNA theme, don't get in the car. I mean, to I'll, be fair, that Kurt Angle's TNA theme is, is about to. So oh, I, I just like the two noises at the start, and then after that, I'm not really, I'm not really for. <laughs> Although Tom does ha- does absolutely love turning songs off right in the middle of them, so you can't actually yes. enjoy any of the songs he plays. Which are good, but that you know the DJ in him just kicks in, and a minute in, he's like, "No, fade into the next song right now." <laughs> no, nobody gets to sing along to anything. <laughs> like, bear in mind, he is like eight years old. He's got that very short attention span. I mean, I, I was like that when I was eight. I mean, I get like bored easily. So I, I kind of can't fault Tom for that one. Oh, I'll give that. But it's nicely got you, you, your sort of car rolls, um, all nicely set up. And I don't think we've chucked either of us under the bus too much. I think we're all good. I think we're all still friends after that point. Andy's looking a bit disgruntled, but, <laughs> but he knows he knows he's the boss. So he's it's not the not boss. Like... He's just not the boss. He's going to leave a thirty pound tip out of spite the next time he's Absolutely, allowed to eat yeah. in a restaurant. Leave the card on the table. The tip is he going to do it subtly? Will he find like a mid-range? thing like will he give it to the person but not necessarily let you two see how much or does andy make the big showdown oh, 
Oh, he, Andy has stand up and shout the person over and be like, "Hello, this money belongs to you because <laughs> I am nice." <laughs> I did a whole TGI Fridays thing and clap along to the table. It's like, yeah, this is for you. Thank you for the money. <laughs> Andy's got three camera angles of him being generous. Set up. <laughs> he's got a ring he's got light. He's got a little, go- he's got a little uh, GoPro on, on his shoulder. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll film this. We'll film this. Keep looking oh, at the camera and just give it a little thumbs up every time. <laughs> they've, they've taken it. Yay. <laughs> I mean, like, to be fair, he is the boss, so he gets to earn the most, so he should tip the most. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't make the rules. I mean, that, that's, that's all there for you. That's all there for you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So we're going to get into the final stages of today's podcast. And I, since I've been doing these uh, sort of game shows on the podcast, there's one that has kind of, like, stood out for me. I have definitely surveyed 100 people. Don't try and say that I haven't. You're all talking about your ass. Um, I've even Easy. got like I've been... <laughs> through Zoom calls, obviously, you know, socially yeah. distant. <laughs> um, I've even got queued up. Hopefully, this. I mean, this is from 1994, so you you won't remember this version, but oh bollocks! Oh, yes. oh wait, we have gone old school with the Family Fortunes theme tune. Oh yes, oh yes. So I'm I'm gonna assume all three of you have played or seen Family Fortunes. You know what we're doing, yeah? We're all good yeah. on that one. Yeah. Fantastic. So you've got uh, a question which we have surveyed 100 wrestlers for. It's uh, you've got to find five top answers, and of course you've got three lives. So uh, do use them. Do uh, use them carefully. So we asked 100 wrestlers. So you're going to confer your answers with each other before you give me an official answer. So okay. uh, we asked 100 wrestlers to name something that is essential in their uh, in their gear bag. A lush body spray, boys. Come on. I was lush was going to be my first thing too. Yeah. That's, that's your first thing. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. 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 Well, that's obvious, I, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I feel like this is actually sure thing. So you got you five answers to find five top answers. If you haven't brought your ring gear, then you just failed in the first step. I mean, there was a bit of a clue in ring gear bag. I'm just going to put that one out there just to kind of start you oh, off. Okay, <laughs> I feel like we're being thrown a bone yeah. with gear. As lead, I'm going to say ring gear. Oh, Do you remember when you showed up to a show without knee pads? <laughs> a good point, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> knee, knee pads is fine. Like, it, like trunks, fair enough, but knee pads, people are fine. But, so we're going to say gear. So, and the survey says, it's the top answer. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> so you've, you've, found one, you've found one answer. You've got four more to find and three lives intact. So uh, what we're what we saying next, would you reckon? Is wrist so, tape considered gear? Ooh. Wrist tape's in your gear bag, 100%. Yeah, but like, is that... It's is probably that in that in... extra little bag that you bring with you, though. Yeah, true, true. Like, it's in the bag in the bag. Shall uh, we say wrist tape? Let's go wrist tape, yeah. Yeah, wrist tape. And the survey says... Hey. It is answer number four. Okay. Oh. So you've got, got uh, top answer... Top answer and number four. So you've got three answers. The rest, the rest of them are the people who keep borrowing it from you. <laughs> that's, that's who that is. Three answers to find and three lives intact. 
Got to be a spray bottle, right? Got to be, yeah, a water bottle. The amount, yeah. That, the amount that a spray bottle is asked for. Yeah. Wrestling-wise. If you've got wrist tape, a spray bottle, and chewing gum, you can be popular backstage. You don't have to be witty or funny. You just need to... <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. That's my Tom Brady's <laughs> every show. Yeah, that's why so I carry a spray bottle. I mean, just, just so you like, I'm putting this out there. This, By the way, this isn't on the list, but if anybody brings a can of Lynx Africa to a pro wrestling for your locker room, I will kick you out. <laughs> what about the That's Marmite correct. one? Ooh. Have you seen the, the Lynx Africa Marmites? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, what are we saying? We're saying spray bottle? Spray bottle. I'd spray say bottle, spray yeah. bottle, yeah. Ooh. Oh, no. Okay. The louder noise, the louder noise. That's better. The, the production value of you just leaning <laughs> closer to your, laptop to your laptop is amazing. <laughs> yeah, literally the, the fucking microphone bit in my head in my headphones. I'm just leaning into my laptop, smelling my own crotch, <laughs> pressing these buttons. It, it's not a good combo. I'm not gonna lie to you. But you have lost. The magic. But he, no, he has got the buttons there. The, the real buttons. I've got I've got Les Dennis sat in my living room doing the fucking Vernon <laughs> K, whichever one you prefer. So you've lost you've got two lives remaining and you still need to find three answers. I hope some sort of like smelly spray is on there. Or yeah. I don't like, want to work these yeah, hundred wrestlers. Some sort of smelly stuff. Yeah. So I'm gonna say like body spray. Yeah. And the survey says no. It was nice. some gross wrestlers. 100 wrestlers, you see. Come on, you're Come on, come on. We've all worked with people that, that don't wash their gear. They've got the muskiest, swamp ass smelling gear. The second they open their bag, ever in the changing room, just their face goes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds you asked all of them. Yeah. So that, that, it does seem like it's 70, 80%. We're like, oh, all well, these couple of weeks ago, they're still good. Like, dude, no, just no. But, gents, you have lost your second life. You've only got one life remaining, and there's three different answers to find. See, oh. if we had other lives to mess with, I would have said a Sharpie. Yeah, Because, like, mm. Sharpies get asked for a lot. <laughs> and scissors. Scissors get asked for a lot. Scissors as well, yeah, that's true. Mm. They do. Um, huh. I'm just going for things that will make you popular. Foam rollers will make you popular. <laughs> You take a foam roller. That's yeah, true. Those who can't okay. see it because of the video, there's some really weird charades going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying, it looks like he's either pulling a bit of string out of it. Can I be? Can I be really specific food. and say a meal deal? <laughs> oh, a meal deal. If, if it's food, it's got to be like Tesco meal deal. Something in a Tupperware like, box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Tupperware earlier. Yeah. Tupperware. All the Tupperware. So what, what are we saying? What are we saying? Yeah. And the survey says Yes, it's the second top answer. It is Tupperware. This gear bag's gonna stink if they've got food in there and no deodorants. (laughs) It's a warm meal deal as well. Again, we've all we've all worked with those kind of people that do this. I I think you've got to have a kind of monster as well, yeah. You've got to. But two answers to find, only one life remains. So we're. Um, I think that's there, boys. I think that's there. Bookings are on the. 
on, on the list at this point. So uh, if, if you manage to get all five, you get bookings. You don't get all five, you don't get bookings. <laughs> Whoa. I, I feel know. like from this goes, we might get bookings because people know we don't stink. I think yeah. I, I think I forgot to mention at the start of the Family Fortunes, this is the start. <laughs> there's no five grand, there's no car, it's just all about the bookings. So we should get booked eventually in 2023 with the sound of it. So. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, two answers to find, one life remaining. The ring boots count as gear. They are separate. I'd, I'd all say boots are gear, right? Yeah, all comes under gear. Yeah, you wear spare, gear. spare clothes or something or no, um, I, I think monsters are boys. I think it's a. Oh, so we say monster. Yep, we we surveyed a hundred people and just just saying put that out there. I mean, it is a good point. I'm a big fan of the protein boys, as, I, I, as I, we can I, all see. I don't make the rules. I just enforce protein shakes for. I don't make the rules stuff. of this game that I literally <laughs> created the rules for. <laughs> <laughs> Les Dennis is fuming somewhere right now. <laughs> Like they're making this noise. Brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, gents. We were very close, but it's Damn. wasn't. It's not to be. It's not to be. But now that I have, I have shit on your chips. <laughs> uh, we are we are going to wrap things up because we're kind of getting towards that hour and a half kind of point. But um, is there anything that's obviously we nobody knows when wrestling shows are going to be back on. No one, like government scientists, no one knows. Um, let's just say, for instance, from June onwards this year. So six months in advance, June onwards, shows are back to normal. We're all good. We're, we're finding masks in our pockets and going, oh, yeah, that's a bit of a weird year and a half. <laughs> um, like, what's on the horizon for not only AWOL, but yourselves individually? What do you go... I want this to happen. I want to be in. I want to work in this place. I want to work with that person. Have you got a couple of goals in, in mind that you want to get right out the gate and be like, "This is where I want to pick right back up from. This is what I want to do. This is whatever." Mm, I see. It's going to sound like the problem. Markiest stuff. Mark answers. A title will be nice somewhere. Like, <laughs> just like oh, have a belt. Like, cheers. Thank you. That's that, that'll be nice. But God knows that's going to happen. Be nice too. I have, I have a few like, um, expanding on tag team thing and having some like tag matches that people really mm. talk about would be fantastic. Like it's, you know, you maybe get one tag match a show, like yeah. especially around England. So let's make it the best match on the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, which is something, you know, we're progressing towards beforehand and then, you know, everything got stopped. We got a chance to work with like quite a few really good teams, which particularly for me was really eye opening of like, okay, I need to step up and, you know, like get to the next level, especially tag wise. Um, I absolutely love to go back to Germany. That'd be incredible. Um, we were there in October in 2019 and literally unbelievable it'd be great to go back and i've sort of been trying to speak this into existence for about two years now but i'd love to wrestle charles crowley <laughs> that is like <laughs> top of my list that'd be absolutely fantastic it's the like my num call out ever. number one number one on the list of people he i'd absolutely it. love to wrestle um i just he think you know it, yeah it could it could um you know, maybe be a bit of magic there. I'm hoping. 
Tommy, last, yourself. Yeah, last but not least, Tom. <laughs> I am in the, in the most like black and white terms. I just sort of want wrestling back. I want shows back, and then I hope I can sort of pick up where I've left off. Keep making, keep making strides. Work as many places as I can. Just keep seeing more of the world through wrestling and getting to do it with some of the best people I've ever met. And it's it's ace to be able to do this and something that ten year old me could only dream of. Yeah. I'm now being allowed to do and allowed to do at some amazing places and I've seen things and I've done things that I never thought I could and I just want to keep doing that I just want to keep surprising myself with things that I end up doing because I don't, I don't think anything's deserved in this world I think you've got to earn it and I don't know why I've been so fortunate to have all these great things happen obviously right now we're in a, a bit of a rough time but I have had such amazing things happen to me thanks to wrestling and I, I just want to. I just want to keep going. I mean, like, yeah, I mean that, that's it's very sort of diplomatically put. I mean, say so, yeah, you, you guys have got you know, all all the time in the world at your feet. I mean, even if you know, things do take a bit of a while to kind of get back on board, I, I mean, just seeing the the crazy, can't say the word creativity coming out <laughs> to you guys. You're, you're designing your own merch. Uh, you are constantly on sort of social media, updating your channels. I don't think there's going to be a chance for people to kind of forget you guys. I think you've kind of got your minds in a really good, healthy place. Even though, yeah, the, 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 this day sucks because, yeah, we just just sat around with a thumbs up our ass just waiting. I don't, I don't see you guys not doing anything. I don't see you, you guys sleeping, fading, uh, fading to the back. You're, you're always going to come up with new shirts, new slogans, new creativity, videos, whatever you're pointing out there. Um, but yeah, fingers fingers crossed. It's sooner rather than later. One question I have got to ask before you guys go, because I got asked this earlier uh, when, when I got asked on what I'm doing with the day. I don't remember where I would have met you guys first. Have any of you have any ideas? Oh, because I, I, I just like I just all of a sudden know you, and obviously us three plus Ryan Myers, we have you know, cat. On yeah, Facebook. Um, I want to say, was it Stokecon? Yeah, was it Stokecon? I think to... it was Stokecon. Yeah, I, I think the in, first proper um, interaction was coming to your shows, though. Like actually mm. of knowing you, but I think yeah, I think we all met you at um, Stokecon. God, it must have been like two, three years ago now. Yeah, twenty eighteen. I'm guessing you guys would have came over to like our table or something instead of local. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah. I can't remember because it just didn't occur to me. I thought, well, how, how, how do we get to this point? <laughs> so I, I kind of chat to you guys a bit more than I do people I've known for five years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever. Yeah. It just never occurred to me that I had no idea when we would have met and just started chinwagging and whatever. So, yeah, like Stoke, you know, Stoke on Trends, that seems about right. Yeah, I think it was there. Yeah. The next time might have been. I think it was one of your shows. Like, I don't think we, yeah, me and once Troy, you just came straight up to us and was like, "Yeah, hey, how you doing?" I, was like, oh, wow. I think I think it was me, Andy, and Troy were yes, um, was, Troy yeah. Goose, who is also brilliant. Amazing. By the way, Troy if we're dropping like Troy's fantastic, um, <laughs> don't book us, book Troy. <laughs> is what we're saying with this podcast. Yeah. Troy's um, the best. Yeah, Troy. Troy's wonderful. And um, we were we were sat in the crowd in uh, the crowd for one of your shows, and um, I think like that's when you know we had more of a conversation. Mm. Yeah, you came what straight it... up to us. Like, uh, yeah. it's like you, it's like you knew us for ages. I don't 
don't, I don't even know if you would have seen any, any stuff we did. You're just like, oh, there you are. Hey, how are you doing? Like, yeah. my like you can spot a wrestler a mile off, I think. You know what I mean? Like especially when you're at a show, you can tell who's a talent. And even if they're not booked, you can spot a talent a mile off. Um, they're usually fake tans, they're dressed in black. You know what I mean? There's certain <laughs> certain things you can tick off and go, Yeah, they're, they're probably a worker somewhere. So probably they've just got, I, they've got a really full backpack with them because they don't want to bring a case. That seems too yeah. much. That's but if they've got if they've got a backpack and they're like, oh no random man from crowd come and work my match <laughs> you know <laughs> um like i mean on, on, on show days I'm, I'm kind of like my head's up my arse anyway like so something must have clicked in like oh i'm pretty certain i know them like i don't know i probably had you on facebook before we actually yeah, spoken properly could it have been the the show with um chrissy Steele debuting yes. in the yeah. yes yeah. yes it was yeah yeah because i i was it yeah because I know, um, obviously, our DJ, for people that don't know, our DJ Chris, who's going to lovingly edit this podcast for us and leave in all these sweary bits and dodgy bits. Hi, Chris. Chris. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, Chris. Nice one. He debuted in that Battle Royale, and I know that he'd bought you, um, he bought you seats, Auntie, at the back of the room. Yes. And I was on merch at the back of the room, so I was kind of like back there. Troy, this is so bad, but Troy Goose came up to me, because I'd said to him, um, Weeks prior, maybe a month prior, he sent me a message. Hey, mate, I'm a wrestler from Nottingham. Do you mind if I come along, say hello, introduce myself, and we can have a little chat? I'm like, yeah, mate, that's cool. Come along. And just kind of forgot about it because, I say, there's a million <laughs> things on show day, especially mm-hmm. that show because that show is, is, is emotional anyway because of the um, the Battle Royale being for like one of our yeah. friends. That died. Yeah, so I, mean, I was. I was at the back of the room. I had, you know, it's daytime. I've got my sunglasses on. I'm crying like a little baby because it's, it's it's a bit emotional. I've got Kim in, in the ring, you know, talking and all that sort of thing. And Troy came up to me and said hello. And I think he kind of assumed that I'd remembered speaking to him. Not got a fucking clue. He didn't know. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he didn't know what I was like on show day. I mean, I, 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 I think I offered him raffle tickets and he just looked at me oh. like a bit. Oh, that's bad. Troy, I'm sorry if you listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, um, yeah, Chris bought yeah. us the tickets because we helped like getting ready for the battle royal. Basically, it was like the three of us, and he gave us a list of things to do. Was, like, I need to do this, like a back pump, a clothesline. I need to take all of this. Like, okay, cool, yeah. He was like ten things on his list. We go to watch. He's going to do all of these. One move out. We're like he took one one of... spear from Redacted and got yeah. eliminated. <laughs> yeah. You should have seen oh. him doing Canadians with us. Yeah, destroying and runners, things of beauty, really. Dives. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've got to take a little bit of. Um, oh, I'll, t- I'll take all of it. So, yeah, that was my idea. We had so much <laughs> we had to get into that, that battle royale, whereas we had to get Chris out first because safety wise, you know, what I mean? like, he's, he's my yeah, friend. He's, yeah. he's my brother. He's six stone, seven stone. I mean, he's a bit more than eight stone now. He's, he's put on a bit of lockdown weight. Chris, love you, but. <laughs> Um, that life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he's eating, which is cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that shit. But like, he's very thin. He's not taking pro- show day bumps and training bumps are two very different things. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and like, I, I needed to get him out of the ring as quick as I could. Then Grod needed to be thrown out of the ring by the girls he had a match with earlier on, and then the match could kind of like start properly and whatever. Um. So yeah, like that—that that was my decision. I kind of 
said, we need to get you out first and foremost. No one is going to touch until you're safely out the ring. Um, uh, yeah, which is cool. Which, to be fair, that was what right before the interval is maybe a two-hour show. So he gets speared and off, which is very good speed. Gets chucked out, and he spends the second half of the show, like an hour, hour and a half for the interval, walking around holding his ribs, which is really good. Selling yes. the ribs, yes. I so, noticed that. <laughs> but this is the best bit. So his mum came up to him, and his mum's like, "Oh, are you okay, baby? You okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, mum, shut up. I'm, I'm, I'm selling it. Shut up." And so. <laughs> So, so that she'd know, like, you know, a little boy's okay. And he's selling the ribs for, like, an hour, hour and a half after the move, which I was like, yes, well done, well done, well done. Now, the camera cuts off before this point. Remember the end of that show where it's Sugar, Ryloid, and Ritmo doing the two cool dance? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They start dancing into the crowd, and I think it's Ryloid kind of comes down with Chris arm in arm, and Chris is doing a fucking, like, a shindig. The, like, like, <laughs> it's I was right at the end of the footage. If you watch the, like the online uh, on-demand stuff, it cuts off before this. But the rough cut on our YouTube channel, it's just Chris, like, just his arm round. I think it is Rylo, his arm round Rylo, just kind of. Looks like today dancing. Yeah. <laughs> just as oh, you, you dick, you, what a dick. <laughs> It's, it's not his fault. It's not his fault because he did such. And I, I, honest to God, Chris, when you listen to this back, I absolutely love the the amount of selling you did on your ribs. Even outside, when you're outside smoking, he was selling the ribs. When he was drinking, he was selling the ribs. It was so so good, and you don't get that with a guy that's been in the business two minutes in terms of performing. I was so proud. It's just that end bit of like, don't don't do the fucking the fox trot with. <laughs> <laughs> well no he, he, he did he did good he did good like, i can't fault him but like yeah i'm sure i would have said hello to you at that show but i say it's, uh, show day fail is a very different feel emotional fail is, is a very different feel so yeah a- apologies but you know what it's all worked out in the end we're all, yeah. we're all we're all good so it's all good but honestly honestly james thank you so much for doing this podcast now we've talked about it for ages we were, we were going to move on and just review old press and few shows, but you know what? We wanted to go back, fill in some gaps, and chat to some really cool people with some really cool stories and real cool outlooks. And you three bring to the business something that no one else has got. And I'm so glad we got you on the podcast. There's a million and one other things we could have talked about, but we do want to keep this under kind of like 10 hours. So. <laughs> Is there anything that you want to promote? Have you got like any merch for sale on your big cartel shops? Anything like that? I'm I'm being stared at because my shirt's on sale. But uh, yeah, yeah. how <laughs> much is how, how many percent is off your shirt right now, brother? Twenty one percent off. Yeah, it is twenty twenty one because you know. Where's the big cartel? And all that. You mean I can get twenty one percent off your very pretty and well designed shirt? It's very. Where nice. can I do that? Where can we get that from? Um, you you should be able to do that at benjaminholland.bigcartel.com. Um, but I wasn't actually going to promote anything. I was just gonna, <laughs> I was um, I was just going to say thanks because like this is very cool. You know, um, yeah. it's always not like you, we could talk about wrestling forever and you know bore <laughs> the years off the entire world, but um it's nice to get to do it and like tom said earlier you know wrestling like bought me my best friends and some of the coolest stuff i've ever done so uh and even though some 
some of your best friends hated you from day one. Yeah, they- exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the fact that they grew to hate you is, is that, that's a fascinating thing. Then grew to love him, and that's the bit oh. that matters. And oh, then grew okay. back to hating him. And then, yeah, yeah, and then grew to hate him during that game we played earlier. So cheers, Phil. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was dead. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, it was dead. Thanks for having us. I'd like, uh, like, um, <laughs> I have a big cartel. There's nothing on it right now. You find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jan Hudson01. Um, and if you've sat here all this time and listened to this, thank you. Like, it genuinely does mean a lot. We're yeah. just three lads sort of moaning about wrestling to Phil. <laughs> So it genuinely does mean a lot that you'd sit there and listen to us go on. Uh, we also have team shirts. You can buy our team shirts. They're like, not just not just cons. You can buy ours. Ours are good. I thought I'd leave that to the leader. Yeah, I don't know how much they are. <laughs> 20 quid. Something like that. Just, why just, I deal with that. Yeah, just DM us. Um, Twitter, Instagram. Don't have me on Facebook because yeah. I never use it really. Will, yeah, Twitter, shirts, Instagram. Shirts are made to order. So if you'd like yes. one and like any of the multitude of designs because we can't stop designing things we'd love it uh, more shirts than matches us lot but, uh... <laughs> that is not that's not a bad thing though gents that is not a bad thing as, as, as a promoters it, seriously that is not a bad thing have as much beauty like I'm, I'm gonna blow some smoke up your arses it's fucking good merch you're not selling and i'm gonna not put the promotion's name in here you're not selling badges or fucking yo-yos with Words written on. Oh yeah, promotions have done that. And I've judged you by the look on your faces, you know which ones I mean. You're not selling <laughs> You're not selling shit merch. It's very well designed, it's very well sourced, it's very well uh priced and marketed, it's very well shown off. Like you are doing everything right in that department, so you need to take a lot of credit for that. Like that's very well thought out, very well done um business, because that's what it is, you know. So please do take that from you know, someone that's been in this business 13 years. I've seen a lot of shit, and you know, the merch-wise, what are you pushing out? You all need to take a lot of credit for that because it is actually superb. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know how to. Uh... <laughs> well, you still you still not bought yeah. one, have you? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got you got oh, to see nice, can he? You call him oh, the leader. You call him the leader. I, 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 I spend like seven minutes buttering him up. And then what, what he does. <laughs> you, know, you know what we need on top of this compliment? What we need is some fucking jam on it. I'm going to fucking chuck it back at him. I'm like, you know what? It's just good merch for the people that bought it. Actually, saying that, this is really bad. Because I know you bought one of my shirts. And Tom bought one of my shirts. Yeah. And, and one of you didn't buy one of my shirts our top banana of professional wrestling well we'll segue out of this to say uh (laughs) (laughs) so you're not gonna benjamin hard on that big cartel i have i have i have put it out recently i want to give sort of back to wrestling a little bit i can design gear for people should anybody uh want that if you've seen like any of us three wrestle I've, i've done all of our own stuff um so I'm not really asking for any money. Just give me some reference photos and things, and I'm more than happy to, you know, draw something up. Uh, at SweetPrinceBH on Twitter, just send me a message. I'll, uh, cause it's fun. It's fun to do. So, hey, what, see, what, a, what a nice way to wrap this up. We're starting to get into sort of bad blood territory. We're getting a bit <laughs> of, 
But we saved it right at the end. Obviously, Gar brings it back by being the leader, a true leader. I mean, if if we're going with the chess analogy, Connor for me is is the rook, is the castle. You know what I mean? He's very dependable. He is that. He, he, you know, he's he can travel one side of the board to the other. He can fucking take out a law. He's formidable. Here's the rook or rook, whatever you want to call him. We don't know what Tom is yet. I don't want to call him a bishop. I don't want to call him that. But... <laughs> I want to be the horse. I don't know what it's called, but I want to be the horse. A knight. I want to be knight. a knight. I don't know uh, what they do, but it's the coolest piece. <laughs> That sums me up. You know what? Let's just give it to him. Tom, you are the knight. You are the little horse thing that moves two spaces in one space in a completely different direction. (laughs) Yep. Cheers. (laughs) Thank you. I'll do. So, uh, ladies and gents, this has been Series 3, Episode 4 of Snap, Crackle and Cheap Pops, the Person for You podcast. My name's Phil Woodvine. This has been AWOL. Thank you very, very much for listening and good night. Thanks for listening. Check out Pro Wrestling For You on all social media platforms and stream our back catalogue of shows over at pw4uondemand.co.uk.